0: Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina.
1: I'm Tom Nook. <laughs> and I am Michael. <laughs> oh, why does everybody hate me? What did I do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> the old Tom Nook oh. on the pod. On the pod. Tommy Nook, hey, would you like to give me all of your bells and I'll give you no credit in return? I'll <laughs> let you say a word at every celebration, but hey. Yeah,
2: one <laughs> one one of three options. That's all you get.
1: That's all you get. I just I just click A. Do you, do you take photos of all the celebrations on your I own?
2: have. I have taken a photo. They're always the same, but I like the only reason I do it is I want to see as my villagers change. So it's a little like little uh memento to see all the oh. different villagers over time.
1: I like that. I like that's a good idea. And you could just put them all together in a time lapse. Sure. There's some like, dr- yeah. dramatic music in the background. <laughs> oh, I have to say, before we continue here, uh, I got to experience my first uh, KK Slider concert, and it was the oh. best thing in the world. Oh. Not in, not on my island. I got to oh. see it on Heather's Island because um, I just got a campsite. That's how far I'm in this game. Um, <laughs> but I, I do play a lot. I want to let you know, but whenever Tom Nook tells me to do something, I said, no, sir, you wait two to three weeks. Um, <laughs> but I will say I uh, it was really cool because... Uh, uh, Heather, he came did the tour now she can terraform and whatnot. And I'm really jealous, but I also then realized that she got a new KK album and she was like, what do I do with this? And, and they were like, you can play it on a device. And I was like, you can play the music on a device. <laughs> like, I didn't know you could register songs. So now in my house, yeah. it's, 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 the little things that make you really happy when you realize sure. that you don't really know how to play this game at all.
2: Yeah. No, you sent me one a while back, one of the albums. And I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. And I I had no idea either. I just put it on my wall. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it'd be like album art. Yeah. And then I found I got one of my uh one of the things that was in the shop was a high-end stereo. So I have that in my living room and I, I clicked on it by by chance, probably try to move it and uh and I noticed I could register music. I'm like, oh. That's what I do with that thing that Mott sent me. So I registered it. <laughs> now I've got like six, maybe. Because anytime it's a new one in the store, I buy it and I throw it in there. And then you can have, I'm going to have one for each room so I can have some different music as you're walking around the house and stuff. Fancy. But yeah, it's so cool. And I like finding those little things, you know, that you didn't see online, nobody told you about. And you're just, you kind of, it's a happy accident. Now, anytime I get anything, I like try to see if I can interact with it to see if the light turns on or Mm. like the stove the 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 flames kick on I'm like that is that is so cool because I think Christina had come over and she turned it on because I had a I had a teapot or a coffee pot on my my stove and I just had it there looking pretty and Mm -hmm. apparently I didn't know you could turn the stove on so then I had like I walked in I go what is that noise (laughs) and I saw little blue flames under I go that is the coolest thing
0: I think I turned on your stove. I turned on all your faucets. I, d- I turned oh, on everything. Oh, I didn't even know the
2: faucets turn on. That's, <laughs> That's pretty
0: cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't
1: know that. <laughs> See, you know, you don't. I, it's all that those little tiny things. What was I doing the other day that was? um it was something like that where you know you just you, you oh i was in heather's house and she has a freezer like one of the big freezers you know like mm. long in the basement mm-hmm. freezers and i opened it up and she was in there with me because i was visiting her island she's like what just happened and i was like oh there's like a bunch of fish and stuff in here and <laughs> then like i guess if she does it though she can change her wardrobe if she goes into oh, weird. her yeah yeah that's crazy that's
2: crazy so <laughs> if you open
1: it it's fish mm-hmm. but if if she does she changes her clothes
2: yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy
0: That's like I opened up the fish cooler that you got from that fishing tournament, Michael. Mm -hmm. And you had a wizard outfit in there.
2: It just told me what you had in there. That was it. (laughs) That's where anybody keeps a wizard
0: (laughs) outfit. Well, we should probably get to the actual news before we keep going on and on about Animal Crossing.
1: (laughs) If we must. Let's get on to the news. What do we got?
0: So last week, we had a little bit of a disagreement in the podcast about the mayo versus ketchup splatoon tournament that was going to be happening i was for mayo you two were for ketchup and because this disagreement michael decided which i thought was a great idea to put a little poll on twitter to see you know how it actually broke down we had 28 votes and of those it was a perfect 50 50 split so Mm -hmm. it looks like ketchup Mayo are actually evenly matched but i will say i don't have a twitter so i couldn't vote but if i did mayo definitely would have won just, just putting putting that out there.
2: <laughs> yeah, it does. It does seem that way, which is
0: yeah.
2: is crazy to me. But uh, hey, I there's no
1: accounting for taste. I suppose <laughs> this is highly inappropriate and very upsetting. I don't like but, how any of this happened. Yeah, I don't like how this it.
2: all shook out. I'm not happy about it. But it, you know, people are entitled to like whatever they they want. Um, I, I guess, I. I as we put this out and I started seeing the numbers little by little, I'm like, what What else would you even be like? Who likes mayo? I don't understand. It blew my mind that mayo was not only like at one point it was it was higher than ketchup. And I said, I don't I don't understand how this happens. <laughs> I think it's just funny to me that it's so split. And I'm happy if anything that it, it ended up being 50 50. I think that's the most appropriate way it could have yeah. shook out. Yeah. So I think that's crazy. Um, and then at, right after I had a burger with a ton of ketchup on it in celebration. So I, <laughs> well, I, well,
0: think of it this way too, because when I was explaining this to you, Michael, is that I, it's not that I love mayo, but I prefer it over ketchup because I don't like vinegary things. So maybe it's people true. just prefer mayo over ketchup in that situation. So does that make you feel a little bit better?
1: Uh, no, <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. I, I do want to say though that um, we've been doing a lot of HelloFresh deliveries uh, mm-hmm. in the in the house, and there have been some recent ones where you you make you know sauces and stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, and like we had burgers and. And it was like this thing. It was like, here's a bunch of mayo. And I was like, gross. And then, mm-hmm. but I was like, I'm going to follow the recipe because that's what I do. And I, I followed the recipe and sure enough, it, it tasted delicious, but it wasn't just mayo, right? You put other stuff in it. And that's my problem with the ketchup versus mayo is that you can't just eat mayo by itself. Cause that's the grossest thing in the entire well, world. Well, Do you ketchup. eat a
0: spoonful of ketchup? By I would. I would. I would.
1: Okay, if that's I was, disgusting. If I, I, I mean, I would.
2: <laughs> but, eat. That's a, but, but that's the same. Like, who eats a spoonful of mayo? Nobody. I but, I
0: wouldn't do that either. And I like. But mayo, that's what I'm saying. Nobody
2: eats a spoonful of ketchup in preference. I'm saying, like, it to me, ketchup is always eaten in its most, like, I don't want to say pure form, but as ketchup, right? Ketchup on a burger. Ketchup in like fries, ketchup, on those kinds of things. Mayo, yes, you can put on a sandwich. I never do. That has never been something I like. So I'm always, I'm going to be biased anyway, because to me, mayo, when I eat as a topping, a condiment on a sandwich, I feel like gross after i feel greasy because of mayo it just that's the the feeling i've always gotten i don't know why i don't know what that's associated from but it just makes me feel unhealthy
0: do you feel but, unhealthy when you eat sushi because it's spicy mayo and sushi but that's, that's what okay. i was gonna say
2: spicy M- mayo just to a me on it. <laughs> i know but mayo to me is is like using salt on something it's an ingredient that amplifies something it's not a condiment in it of itself like ketchup is Ketchup, I don't, I not that I know of. I don't. Is ketchup? What else is it used in as a like a mix? I I can't think of anything. And a lot of things, and
0: like sauces, they put it in. I I could see maybe like a barbecue. Do they put? I don't um, even know. Yeah, it's it's like one of the bases for like barbecue sauce. You can also put it in um, when you make meatloaf. You can put ketchup and mustard in it. It's like an ingredient. Always got to
2: put ketchup. But I guess for (laughs) for me, my my personal thing. is mayo is is an ingredient just like matt said i have gotten hello fresh as well and i always eat it it's not like i don't eat mayo it's just i don't use it as a condiment on a sandwich so when somebody says mayo versus ketchup my mind goes to them being what would you eat in its mayo versus ketchup which would you prefer the taste of and to me i prefer the taste of ketchup in its pure form I guess.
0: such a purist that's
2: <laughs> it, it's just what it's meant to be that's the way it is um so this this in this hour of condiment talk <laughs> the verdict is still out mayo versus ketchup N-
0: no it's not it's they're evenly they're evenly okay. good they're, that's what it is All now right.
2: something that cannot be disputed is that we've gotten another update for Nintendo Switch. We have 10.0.2. It is now live. This is a basic stability improvements. But the, the reason we wanted to mention this, and it's funny because Mots, I, I don't know if you've updated and checked, but we had a conversation last week where you said your left joy, Joy-Con joystick on your Pro Controller, not your Joy-Con, but your joystick on your Pro Controller wasn't working properly. Well, this update is intended to fix a problem where pro controllers were not working properly. Mm. So I was curious, and and if you haven't yet, you'll have to, you'll have to try it out and check back with us. But I was curious to see if that was the reason your run was no longer working.
1: Interesting. I will have to update the controllers, update the pro mm-hmm. controller, make sure that mm-hmm. has the latest firmware and I'll do a, you know, you can do recalibrations. I'll do a recalibration on it and I'll play some Fortnite this week and I'll report back.
2: Yeah, because I'm I, cu- I'm really cute. Because right after we had that talk, this popped up, and I'm like, maybe that was it. Maybe it's not broken. Maybe maybe your pro controller is fine. You didn't bro too hard.
1: Oh, I, <laughs> I you know I would like to not think that I bro too hard because <laughs> um, no, that would be great.
0: Well, if <laughs> we actually had someone in Discord recently mention that they were having issues with their uh, pro controller with typing like selecting letters when typing. So maybe they haven't updated their pro controller yet.
2: Mm. Well, on the Discord though, I thought that their complaint was they found that the uh typing on Animal Crossing specific was an issue because they weren't having the same No, it was just same, in
0: general, I think.
2: Because they said they didn't have the same issue in the eShop. Hmm. Yeah, they were noticing some weird over over sensitivity with the pro controller in like the chat for animal crossing. Okay. So yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. Gotcha. I mean, it could still be the same issue. Maybe there's just some weird glitch. Cause mods yeah. maybe doesn't have it with other stuff, but for whatever reason it was acting up during Fortnite. you know, but I would be really interested. And that was the first thing that popped in my head when I saw this update, I was like, Oh, maybe this is the whole reason mods
1: was having the same problem. That could be it. I mean, that'd be great mm-hmm. if that was the case. So yeah, I will, I you will have to update, to update <laughs> and report back. I will update and report back for sure. Nice. Uh, well, one thing I can report on right now is that um looks like we may not be getting a Nintendo Direct for E3, um, yeah. which is kind of a bummer. Uh, you know, every single E3, Nintendo has been doing the virtual presentations for a, a long time now. I mean, they were, were sort of the the inventors of, of this when it came to E3 and everyone else is doing the huge mega things. I said, you know what, we're just going to save a bunch of money and do a video and not have any demo failures. And that's always great because you're able to work with. A lot more partners to just submit videos and get updates and kind of walk through things ahead of time. But it looks like, um, unfortunately, uh, Nintendo has started to tell their developer partners that they're not going to hold one of the Nintendo Direct Videos um, events in June. They said uh, complications brought about from the work from home order um and COVID-19 are to blame which you know does make sense um you know uh, obviously I work at Microsoft and we have a big developer conference upcoming and there are a lot of complications where before we would do things in person or we would have you know some videos that were pre-recorded in the studio and then you know, those would go on live you know at the same time and then you know we would have all the live stuff obviously and all the streams are live and now it's Okay, well everybody's at home. And how do you do that? And how do you get all the people? And how do you even if you were doing a pre-record video, how do you pre-record that video? You, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's how do you how do you do keynotes in, in this type of, of atmosphere? And um it's it's quite complicated. We've been doing these um work from home videos and um for like the Xamarin show and a bunch of other ones that, that I record and and, and we all hop on Skype and then Skype, you can pipe out different videos like we used to do on the podcast when we, we used to Twitch it up and we we're doing stuff very similar to that. But of course you have to have a producer, you have to have hefty enough machines and how do you scale mm. that? Right. So I could imagine that, you know, this is complicated if you want to do anything in person or even just production, right? People aren't in their normal workspace. So it's a bummer. Um, that's not going to happen, but, uh, you know, maybe they'll do something smaller. And of course there's also, uh, reports that they may be doing some sort of other first party event around, um, super Mario's, uh, 25th anniversary. Um, mm. so that'd be nice. That'd be cool.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is unfortunate, but at this point it's kind of expected, you know, I, I would always be surprised if something wasn't canceled or delayed moving forward this, at least this year. So I, it doesn't, it doesn't shock me, but it's just one more thing. That's kind of like, oh, well, that's a bummer. I was looking forward to, you know, whatever yeah. it is, but uh, yeah, they they need to do what they need to do and, you know, w- w- and and
1: still be safe. Yeah. Got to be safe. That's the most important thing.
0: Now, I think it was in April or like the end of March or something. We talked about, there was a patent war happening with game vice. well, Apparently that is still continuing. So just to review a little bit, uh, back in April, Game Vice filed a patent infringement complaint against Nintendo and it was the case was appealed and it was it basically lost it and all the the appeal board cleared all the nineteen claims against Nintendo. They were like, This you can't you, you can't make any claim here, it doesn't make sense. Hmm. Well, apparently According to Engadget, there are reports that Gamevice has requested that the ITC, the International Trade Commission, should issue a limited exclusion order and a cease and desist order against Switch. So that's that's pretty intense <laughs> to have all these claims cleared and then have them say, no, we really want a cease and desist order against Switch. Um, so because of this, the ITC has decided that they're going to move forward with an actual hearing, an evidentiary hearing. And... It's just really surprising because the ITC still thinks it's worth taking another look at even though the US Patent and Trademark Office said that they controlled that Gamevice's controllers are unpatentable back in March. So it's crazy that Gamevice is still pushing for this after like many places have been saying no, you can't you can't claim this this infringement. So hmm. yeah still going. <laughs> yeah.
2: This has been, this, I don't think this is ever going to end at this point. I mean, the, 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 the crazy thing to me is how much money are they spending Right. with these lawsuits? I, I yeah. cannot imagine this is cheap. I cannot imagine that, you know, I, I feel like this would have been better for them to just say, you know what, it is what it is. We're going to keep selling our product switch is going to keep existing and we're going to make what we can because this has got to be a loss i mean what what is unless the point they here?
0: really think that they you know they're standing their ground for a reason they must really think that they they're going to come out on top of this for them to keep pushing this you know
1: yeah i guess it's it's just seems crazy <laughs> yeah, patent <laughs> yeah. trolls gonna be patent controls i yeah. mean i mean that's all they want is they want to to go back and forth and back and forth until Till somebody yeah. says, one, of them gives up. Yeah. Yeah, one of them gives up or somebody gives someone money just to like be like oh whatever right um just to get rid of know, them just to get rid of them and stop the mm-hmm. whole thing but nintendo doesn't really do that so no no, no.
2: and in in this case i mean nintendo's got the money <laughs> they're the ones you're not gonna outlast them right they can just say look we can drag this out as long as you want but uh yeah this is crazy it's just it's tiring and I, I couldn't imagine having to deal with things like this, you know, all the time because they probably yeah. felt like we just we just got done with this, we just put this to rest,
1: and now it's back.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing that I want back in my life is more Reggie Fizama, um, and <laughs> luckily we're going to get some more Reggie Fizama. Uh, there is a current um, a GoFundMe page um, by Reggie and Harold. Uh, Harold um, is uh, this host from the New York Video Game Critics Circle, um, and They are starting a new podcast um, that's going to be called Talking Games with Reggie and Harold. I don't really know who Harold was, but I went to the GoFundMe page. I checked it all out. And it's going to be a seven-part podcast. And the reason it's on GoFundMe is a raising money for charity um, with the podcast. And it's going to be a seven-part series. um, And those who donate um, to the cause, they, they get access to extra content. And they can ask Reggie questions for the show, things like that. It's currently at about, you know, 25%, 30% funded. I thought about kicking in, you know, 20 bucks here and there, um, which is cool. Um, yeah. Harold Goldberg, he's an award-winning author and journalist. Um, and that's what they're raising money for, the New York Video Game Critics Circle. So that's what they're doing. It They help mentor work and they help, you know, um, um, kids um, um, that are on the streets and stuff like that. So they were talking about that in the, in the little GoFundMe video, um, which is great. Um, and it's going to come out in mid May. So you might as well go now, I guess, and and you go give some money to charity. I think it's good. It's a good, uh, good cause. And I like also Reggie in this video because I usually watch him like, you know, all official and all the Nintendo videos and then his, you know, his, his talks and stuff like that. But no, it's just, you know, Reggie with uh, um, Apple AirPods on and like in the video. <laughs> like, all right. It's, you know, it's a, it's a state of things, which is. Funny, but I'm all for more podcasts. I love I mean, I'm, we're on a podcast right now. So I love podcasts and I love talking, um, hearing Reggie talk. So this will be a fun one, I think, for sure.
2: Yeah, and it's hard to argue with anything that's going for a cause like this. So I'm excited. I'm excited to hear more about Reggie. And like you, I was not very familiar with Harold Goldberg, but if they're associated with each other, it, he's probably just as good of a guy. So, yeah, let's let's support this if we can and definitely give it a listen for sure. Yeah. Now, we've got more news about Nintendo and leaking. This one isn't any crazy, uh, you know, we're not we're not losing some sort of stuff on Pokemon or not, no new games. We're not getting anything like that. But this has been a huge leak on the Wii. A Reset Era user by the name of Ethereos went on and posted and explained sort of what happened and what, you know, the implications and everything that's kind of coming out. They posted that, as you may be aware, in the last few weeks in 4chan, multiple Nintendo-related old things have been leaking, starting with old Pokemon debug ROMs and source code, then most recent 3DS debug ROMs, then keys for all consoles up until the DSi, and now the biggest of them all, the full source code, design files, documentation, and pretty much everything used to create the revolution, which we know is the Wii, which is that's crazy that all of this is just out there in the world. The way it apparently happened was the servers on Broadon On were supposedly hacked. And that was a company that Nintendo hired during the Wii generation to develop both the hardware and the software. So this was on their servers. That was the weak link. Somebody hacked into Broadon and was able to access mm-hmm. all of this information. The same post goes on to say that Verilog is a hardware description language. Is It is used to describe circuits via code. So with this, we can learn how every single piece of the Wii was made. So that's pretty interesting. And they said that there was more information regarding the GameCube and IQ stuff, which was leaked. And in one of the posts I had gone through, they had videos of stuff that was being tested. They had things where they must have been uploaded and then they were playing them through through, uh through the hardware. And that's how they were kind of making sure things were working. It was really interesting to see Hmm. sort of behind the scenes and see all of this. The unfortunate thing is there's clearly an interest. There's clearly a demand for this kind of stuff. I, I feel like Nintendo, it would be really cool if there was an archive where they were just kind of providing that. I mean, I'm sure there's reasons they don't for a lot of things, but in some ways, I could see them putting together a curated uh, archive where you can access some of this stuff and really kind of just peek through and see what's behind the curtain. And yeah. I I don't know if something like that, a paid service like that, would work or a paid you know book or anything like that would work. I think people like the idea of free and the fact that this is just sort of out there. People are probably more interested in as opposed to going and having to pay to see this stuff, but. There's definitely an interest and it's unfortunate that Nintendo doesn't get any anything for these leaks, you know, these people going in and stealing this stuff, essentially.
0: I could see this becoming something that's used for education, even like Nintendo sure. could create these packets, these educational packets, because you've seen with like Raspberry Pi tech classes in high schools, buy them and they teach circuitry and programming and things like that. It would be such a great opportunity for Nintendo be, to be a part of that. Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think it's interesting. It is. It is really kind of cool to see some of the stuff. Uh, it's just. It's just unfortunate that it has to be because somebody stole it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like that's why I feel bad for brought on a little bit, just because like sure. to be hacked after working for a company like nobody's going to trust them again.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah it's, it's a. Good. It's a bummer. Feel
0: for them. Yeah. Well, that moves us out of our non-Animal Crossing news, and now we get to talk all Animal Crossing all the time, and happy May Day, guys.
1: Woo-woo! Happy May Day.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so have either of you bought, you know, have you gotten your May Day ticket? Have you gone to the special island? Have you done any of that yet?
1: I did it yesterday.
0: Oh! oh you did. I haven't I have done not. it yet. So what, oh. what, what, what was it like?
1: Oh, it was great. Um, so yeah? I, was, I was a little bored yesterday because uh, I had already sort of did all my daily things, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I talked to everybody, and- Um, I I could, I could do some more things on my Island to clean it up, but I was like, you know what, I'm just going to, I have a half an hour. Let's see what this is all about. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I hopped over to the, to the airport, um, to Madodo airlines and I I use my ticket and you fly off. It's, it's kind of crazy because I was all prepared. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to this Island and I'm going to (laughs) make sure I have double shovels and make sure I have double, you know, all my tools and you get to the airport and they're like, you cannot bring anything. <laughs> at all. You can't bring yeah. anything. So you're not allowed to bring anything to the island. They strip you of all of your belongings. Okay. So you go to the island and, uh, it's, it's a, com- well, you guys will experience it, but it's a complete mm-hmm. maze that you're set in. So you're set in this hedge maze and you have to be really careful because they only give you certain resources and certain tools to progress you through the level to like hop around things like cut down trees and do stuff. I didn't get a hundred percent. Um, there's like a bonus. If you do it correct, you can get extra bell tickets. Like you can get, I don't know how to cash my bell tickets, but I have bell tickets now. Um, okay. mm-hmm. so you can win bell tickets there, but then you also get exclusive rewards. Cause there's a special guest on that Island that gives you a prize for getting to the end so uh it's pretty cool because there's a bunch of hedges so i'm i'm going through and i'll save you time because like i was like, collecting stuff on the island i was getting all these hedges i was like oh i'm going to get all these hedges because they're fully grown i don't want to buy a bunch of them um but you can't bring anything back so oh. um they what? deliver they deliver any of the bell tickets like there's hidden bell tickets that you can like get if you do the maze correctly And bonus ones, if you do it really, really well, um, I did not do it very, very well. It was very, very close. Uh, but I said, I don't want to go through this whole maze again. You can do a reset and it will reset it or whatever. Um, but it was fun. I I mean, it took me like a half an hour. I mean, maybe not a half an hour, maybe 15 minutes, um, or so because I really took my time and I was really trying to get it. So 10 to 15 minutes, it was something different. I was like, Oh, I, I could, I could use more of this, I guess in my life, like not bad, you know?
0: Yeah, that's cool.
1: Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited for that.
0: Well, I thought maybe you would mention it because you mentioned it to me before, but I didn't want to steal it from you about having different islands for different themes. So like if if for Christmas, we can go to like a Christmas themed island mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Halloween, you have this like really spooky island with a haunted maze or something like that. Like that would be cool.
2: No, I'm so. very, that's, that is yeah, what I'm excited. Yeah. I think that this one is sort of testing the waters and I like the idea of it a lot, but I can see this being... Blown right out for the holidays or for special occasions where you're going to go to, like you said, a Halloween land. And maybe Mm -hmm. even on those, let's say they do open it up so you can bring things back. Maybe there's only things that are on that island. You know, I've been really wanting to build a special section on my island that's built around like a Halloween idea like a kind of a haunted house basically but there's Mm. no trees that lend themselves to that so it'd be kind of great if if they did open something up where you go to an island where there's all bare trees so it's just sticks and stuff and you Mm. can maybe dig those up but that's the only way to get them (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the only yeah. way to get them is to to take them from one of these special islands. And mm-hmm. then if you missed it, then you just, you just don't get it until the next time or never again. And I think the idea of us being able to visit something that's very limited adds more um, excitement to it because you, you know, you kind of, your island is your island. If visitor's going to come, visitor's going to go. We have the, the mystery islands where you can kind of go to, but this opens up the entire game to a lot more potential because if anything wasn't built in if there's if there's uh villagers and stores and stuff like that that maybe just can't fit on the island or are truly special this could be a really great way for us to start going to places and maybe you fly to an island that sells exclusive tools that don't break or you go to things that have you know clothing you just can't get maybe there's a city type island where um the sister the the fashion designer sister lives and you go and visit her island instead of her coming to visit yours i LaBelle. can see yeah <laughs> labelle um i can see her uh having there's just so much potential with it and that's what's exciting to me A- aside from the island though i d- there's not much else with May day i haven't really noticed anything else i'm kind of just going along little by little working on my island so i haven't really um, the island's cool, and I'm excited for what that means, but it it's kind of a small, quick event. Nothing, nothing crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. I've noticed a lot more from Nature Day, though, specific or is it? Yeah, Nature Day is yeah. ha, have either of you noticed like when you get recipes from your villagers or recipes from like the message bottle that washes ashore, they're all fruit specific. So like today, I got an apple dress. Yesterday, I got a pear wall, things like that. No,
1: I'm not getting that. No, I'm not getting themed stuff like
0: that. A lot of that. (laughs) Hmm. I that's
2: interesting.
1: I've gotten um, I've gotten some more fruit things, but I don't know if it was related or not. But that would make some sense, I guess. I did get a Mm -hmm. few like apple hat and a few other ones. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm curious if that is from that or not.
0: That's like a hidden thing in Nature Day that nobody's really figured out. I don't know.
1: That'd be cool. I noticed it and thought it was weird. I don't, I just picked something
2: up today and I don't believe it was sort of nature related, but now I'm going to have to pay more attention and yeah. see because it, it very well could be because sometimes I have a few different, you know, presents from balloons and stuff in there. So maybe, mm-hmm. or, or, um, recipes, but I don't think the one I just picked up was, so I'll have to double check that and, and see, yeah. and I'll, I'll let you know next week if that has been sort of a, a sort of a quiet, uh, thing that's going on in the background.
0: And if any of our listeners too have noticed that, please let us know on our Discord or Twitter because I'm really curious now if that's a thing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Now, the next thing that is a huge, huge news, I would say, is based on Famitsu's Japanese charts, which are out for the 20th to the 26th of April, it says Animal Crossing overtakes Smash Ultimate to become Switch's best-selling Game, I think that is crazy, crazy, crazy big news. The game sold an estimated two hundred eighty-three thousand nine hundred thirteen copies in Japan last week, taking its lifetime sales total in the region to almost four million copies. Uh, that means that physical sales in Japan, New Horizons, is now the best-selling game, and this is crazy to me because I bought Smash thinking I would absolutely love it and I'd play it nonstop, and I ended up not. I ended up, you know, I was pretty vocal about. <laughs> (laughs) really not enjoying it and I don't know why I just don't but I I sort of um hate bought Animal Crossing because it's a game I played the first one of and and did not like and thought well I I gotta at least try it because it's been 20 some years I think so now I absolutely love it and it just it blows my mind that those two games kind of flip-flopped for me and uh and, and and Animal Crossing is just crushing it doing so so well.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because both me and you were really skeptical skeptical of the game.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: when yeah. it first came out. Now I have like probably almost two hundred hours in the game. <laughs>
1: I think we, we <laughs> but it was all just were crazy. I wasn't. Yeah. I remember, I wasn't going to buy it either because I I was convinced by my buddy Jesse that I needed to buy it like last minute, and then mm-hmm. I got we got two mm-hmm. copies, and then I you know gave my Switch Lite to to Heather, and she doesn't play games at all, and now she has yeah probably hundreds of hours into it, so it's yeah. pretty cool. It's. It's fantastic,
2: and mm-hmm.
1: I, it, it's so nice
2: that that I'm I'm happy that I did, you know, because if I hadn't gotten a like a gift card for for you know to buy it, I probably wouldn't have. And I the only reason I bought the physical because I wanted to have the option to sell it if I didn't like it. And it, as it turns out, I wish I bought the digital because I wouldn't have to mess with the game cartridge, but. I'm so happy that I decided to kind of pick it up and I'm so happy all three of us did because it's been such a fun game to even just text. I think it's 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 upped our texting probably double because now even if we don't <laughs> say anything, we always say, how's turnips doing or how's this doing? Or I email you or mail you something on the island like Matcha sent me an awesome, awesome gift that I got this morning. And it's just it's one of those little things where you may not talk during the day, but you'll open up your game and there's a little gift from somebody that you know, and you know, is one of your friends. And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's really, really fun about it. And it was something that I've just never really appreciated when I played the first one or just didn't seem, you know, the the island itself didn't seem to have as much character as it does now. So I'm so happy all of us decided to jump, jump in on it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it's, it's quite fun just to even see who's online. I mean, it's just the nature of, how the game has progressed and technology has progressed. I guess that I think a lot of this could have been done in the past, but also the portability and just the time in which we're at. So it's a, mm-hmm. it's a fun one. Um, so, uh, let's end this news segment with some depressing news. Um, <laughs> um you now maybe you didn't know this, um, but if you put money into the bank of Nook through the, the automated machine, uh, you actually got interest on your money. Did you, did you both know this? previous as I did not mm. I did not I think
0: I think we mentioned it last week we talked yeah. about it a little bit yeah because it the change that happened but other than that neither of us really paid much attention I don't think
1: <laughs> so I I basically did not pay attention at all especially last week when when we said that there was a price reduction um, it was from 0.5% down to 0.05% so it's actually a really dramatic price cut and the reason the reason for this is because of time hoppers that's actually why because people were hopping in time forward to get the interest on all their money and 0.5 percent on millions of dollars is quite a lot of money um so you should put your money in the bank anyways because it's it's free money and I've done that and I keep getting like a thousand here a thousand there but why not you're not gonna carry it around but it happens once a week but apparently this, article has gotten world attention um, from the Financial Times, uh, which is an international daily newspaper. There's an entire front page article says gamers hunt tarantulas after being caught by Animal Crossing rate cut. Now, if you had no idea what this game is, you are probably really confused because it says savers at Nintendo's The Bank of Nook are being driven to speculate on turnips and tarantulas as the most popular video game of the coronavirus area mimics global central bankers by making steep cuts in interest rates. (laughs) So, I mean, there's a whole article on this, right? It's kind of um, bananas uh, in general, um, but uh, it, it goes on like a, bu- a bunch of things. But people are talking about the stock market and this, and I just think it's it's fantastic that this
0: uh, <laughs> became
1: a, a global story.
2: Yeah, and I I love that it's on such a like the site that it's on like <laughs> a notorious
0: it's, thing. A, yeah,
2: yeah, and I yeah. think it blows my mind because, like you said, <laughs> if you weren't aware and you read that he- headline. You'd be like, what is what is this talking about? And they even have quotes. They had quotes from people. I mean, it was written as if it's a one hundred percent, yeah, yeah. And like as if it's a real thing, like a bank, like an actual thing that's happening in the real world. Some of the quotes. One one of the people they pulled off a of Reddit says, "I'm never going to financially recover from this," which obviously is a, a quote pulled from uh, what's it, Tiger King. But it's so so funny that they that they have all of these. Another person said, "Island recession incoming." and uh they had it's just like a legit article and I, I thought it was kind of funny and charming and wonderful that that's on the on the website for this financial you know website so i'm sure the readers that typically go to that site were looking at this and had no idea what was happening
0: yeah i, I just try to picture like their typical readers going through it like what is this talking about yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty good So I guess that does it for Animal Crossing news this week. Uh, And it's time for the top 10 bestsellers of the week. First place, there's absolutely no surprise. It's Animal Crossing. Uh, Second is Celeste. Third, Mario Kart Deluxe 8. Fourth, Minecraft. Fifth, this was new. It just came out last week. It's Streets of Rage 4. Sixth is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Seventh, Cuphead. Eighth, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Ninth, Overcooked 2, which did have a sale again. And 10th is Just Dance 2020. And then other new games that were in the top 30 in 11th was Trials of Mana. Hmm. All good stuff. Yeah. I've
1: I've heard that um, Streets of Rage is very, 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 very good. Nice. (laughs) Nice. I think you (laughs) forgot a very. Very. The one game that is missing from here that I'm surprised is that new, the moving out game or whatever. Mm-hmm. which i've also heard is very 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 good and also not as aggravating and um house breakup as overcooked so it's kind of funny to <laughs> see overcooked two on here but that one not quite make it up into the list
0: maybe once moving out goes on sale people will jump on that bandwagon probably probably i guess hop in that moving truck if you will yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: and and
2: i know that you know Like you said, Mats, a lot of people have been talking about moving out and it has been getting pretty good feedback, really good reviews. So I'm sure it's just a matter of time. I think the sale will definitely do the trick for that one.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Now, speaking of games, we're going to get into the new releases that we're into this week. And I believe I've got the first check on the list that comes out May 7th, and that's Void Bastards for $30. This is this one, um, when I first started seeing it, I, it kind of looked like a Borderlands knockoff, sort of this cel-shaded animated look to it. And then I started watching it a little bit more, and it has a lot of the strategy aspects that I really like. Essentially, you are the leader of this team and you're trying to get out of this, this area and you have to make the decisions as you go. So basically you look at it and you say, okay, here's where we're going to go. This is who we're going to fight. This is the strategy we're going to put into place. Here's who I want on the team to do it. And then we're going to go through in first person and actually make that happen. It's a, you know, it's, it becomes a shooter game after that. You react with anything that's going on around you, which I always like. So you can say, well, I'm going to either take a detour and turn the generator on so that we have power, or I'm just going to go to the security module and disable the ship's defenses. And I like when you can make those sort of choices. The only thing that I wasn't super sold on for the price is that it says the campaign is between 12 and 15 hours that seems a little short to me for 30 bucks it does have mostly to very positive reviews depending on how recent the overall reviews are very positive but the more recent ones are mostly so i don't know what changed there um but for 30 dollars, it was a little too expensive i did add it to the wish list and i'll see when it goes on sale i'd like to pick that up
1: nice yeah i um I looked at that one. And I said, eh, I don't know. $30 is a little bit expensive. Yeah. That is for sure. Um, although classic James, uh, I put pong quest on here. Cause why not put a little <laughs> quest of pong? Uh, it is sure. $15. It's from our good friends at Atari and, um, it's a game of pong, but it's, it's, it's kind of like all the different Atari properties and there's different, you know, things. It says it's an adventure 48 years in the making. So there's all sorts of, there's like 50 different types of games that you play. I just thought it's worth calling out. It seems, um, you know, I like I like silly games that are based on nostalgia from the past, and you sure. like you can have different paddles and stuff. Uh, it's ridiculous and cute, whatever. That's my now Pong Quest.
2: Didn't we get a Pong remake? And I and I was looking all over for it, and I couldn't remember the name. And I I want to say it was on GameCube, but I I could be totally wrong. But it was like a a remake of Pong, and it and and what made me start wondering is because this Pong Quest has the very similar Pong character style like essentially they were just the pieces but with had smiley faces and stuff and it was like a updated version and i just could not find it and seeing pawn quest made me really wish that we got that re-released on switch because i think it would do really really well but i just could not find any information on it and i thought it was on gamecube which would surprise me that we don't have it for the switch mm-hmm. so i'll keep looking and maybe tweet something out about this, but. This looked interesting but made me want that sort of remastered one that came out years and years and years ago.
1: Mm, I am looking at there's a apparently a Pong Battle Royale game and that in sparks my interest. Hmm. So <laughs> that, that that's not I think it just came out like on
2: Yeah, this one I I, I want to say it was probably 15 years ago if not more. So know. it was definitely not like recent in any by any means but uh, if I find it, I will definitely, you know, put it in our Discord and send out a tweet and see if anybody remembers playing it because I, I would, I would like that again. Now, the next one that I picked is Lonely Mountains Downhill for twenty dollars. Now, this is not a typical game that I would do. I'm not a big, you know, race downhill sports game player. I just don't really gravitate towards those kind of games. This is a mo- mountain biking game, and the main reason I. Wanted this, or at least was interested in this, was that it's not necessarily a race, hence the lonely in the name. You are just kind of going downhill on a bike. You do get timed and you can compete in sort of leaderboards against friends, but you can choose your own path. So essentially, you can take a relaxed, scenic route. Or you can go off road and go see how fast you can do it. And just go flying through. The thing that really got me with this game though, is it's beautiful. It's got a low poly art style, but it's also mixed with this, this tilt shift And the, between that and the color palette that's used. It's really just a beautiful, beautiful game. And $20 seems pretty good. Definitely worth putting on my wish list. I'm going to keep an eye on it, but I just thought it looked so nice. I could not, um, at least check it because it is, it is beautiful.
0: I don't know how I missed this game when I was going through the list, but I clearly didn't see it because this is definitely something I would put a check mark on. Yeah, it's beautiful. (laughs) It's very cute, yeah. It kind of reminds me, there was an app. I don't remember what the name of it was, but basically it was you were hiking and just walking and you would like pass people. It kind of reminds me of that a little bit, like the Mm -hmm. idea.
2: Yeah, which I think that game is also on Switch. I can't think of the name either, uh, but I'm pretty sure they did release that on Switch as well.
0: Yeah, I think you just hike through a state park or something like that, and like the scenery changes. It was really, really neat. Um, now, the next game I checked, and Matsu, you also checked this, it's called Spirit of the North. It's a single-player, third-person adventure puzzle game. It's inspired by the landscapes of Iceland, and the story... It comes from various parts of Nordic folklore. So anything Nordic, I mean, I'm on board. But um, when I saw that the main character is a fox, this just has me written all over it.
1: was doubly for you. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so you play as a red fox whose story becomes entangled with the guardian of the Northern Lights, which is embodied as a female spirit fox. Um, it seems very... I don't know why, but it was like stirring my emotions when I was watching the preview of it. It looks very just calming and relaxing maybe a little sad um mm-hmm. but i was i was really into it it's normally 25 right at the moment it's on sale for 20 so i'm gonna keep my eye on this one because i think 20 might still be a little high for it just like the way it looks i'm not 100 sure if i'm on board with that price but um yeah Ma's what did you think of this one?
1: Yeah, I thought this game looked really really beautiful. Also, it looked mm. very sad. Um Yeah. Like there is <laughs> in the trailer, you know, the 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 spirit of the wolf is sort of you're following it and the poor little wolf is just like limping along and I was just like it's I a can't Fox. <laughs> what did I say? A wolf, it's a fox. Okay. It's <laughs> It's it's a fox wolf. Um, so this fox uh, is, you know, is like limping along and it's sad. It's like spirits going up. And I was like, I, I definitely can't play this game in front of Heather because um, she, like we started to watch um, um, John Wick. Have you either have you seen John Wick? Oh, yeah. So, you Absolutely. know, in the first scene of the first movie. Um, oh, yeah. There's yeah. a tragic thing that happens.
0: It's necessary.
1: It uh, starts the whole thing. Yeah. That's, it starts, you it
0: have is. to have it
1: the whole well, thing I don't happens. i I will
2: have to have it
0: but yeah. that is, yeah. well, I mean, that is that the what the story is about you have to have that happen or for john wick to be a thing so yeah, it had yeah. to happen I guess. yeah, yeah. in so, that sense of yeah
1: so that's that's how far heather made it into the movie and then she said nope that's it and she and then she oh. couldn't she couldn't watch the rest of it because she has a very <laughs> strong attachment to 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 animals um so i couldn't play this game in front of it but it did look very very beautiful um definitely into it that's for sure uh, so uh, $20 I think is probably pretty solid for that, for the game. I, and I think I'll definitely put on my wish list, um, to get it. I'll, I'll probably wait for a sale, but I, I don't think that if you're into this type of game that you should wait for it. Cause it looks really solid. Uh, maybe wait for some reviews, I guess, but beyond that, I, I, I'm pretty into it. It looks like a really full fledged game, yeah. really nice visual. So, um, really cool one coming out this week for sure.
0: Yeah. And I will say, I, I, as like a kind of a side note that's sort of related i'd never really watched through frozen before or frozen 2 mm. and i watched them both last night and there are parallels and it made me even more excited for this game because <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like nordic yeah yeah but yeah I'm, well, I'm excited this is for pulling from school. nordic folklore i could see yeah, where there's yeah, a, a, you know
2: some similarities, parallels there
0: yeah because i think frozen's also pulled from an old like Nordic story or something,
2: or at least probably has some, it's influence. like
0: based on, yeah, it's based on a story called the ice queen from like yes. Nordic folklore. Yeah. So, uh,
2: yeah. just to jump in real quick, the game we were referencing before is the trail frontier challenge, and it is on mobile, yeah. but it's also okay. on the switch and it's currently $15 on switch. I mean, vastly oh. different, but similar, similar in style.
0: Yeah, I guess, I don't know why I saw, I was seeing similarities between them, I guess. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I of course have some ridiculous picks uh, for the week that I can't not, not sh- talk about. Um, so I have three, uh, the first one is Jay and silent Bob mall brawl, um, which is a, um, a classic side scroller beat up, um, river river city rampage, uh, style of game I'm a big Jay and silent Bob fan from back in the day. At least I don't know if I still am. I guess I'd have to go watch some of the movies to see if I still holds up. Probably not. But at least from my teenage years, I was a big fan, um, at least of, of the the comedy duo. But in this vein, I, I like the trailer, but it's a classic 8-bit style mall brawl through a mall um, in general. Mm-hmm. So you can play <laughs> up to two players. One of you can play Jay. One of you can play Silent Bob. So if you're into that and you're into the you know Jay and Silent Bob films, $15. That's coming out on the 7th. Um, I also picked on, I'm, I'm a little surprised that neither of you did. This This is a new game coming out. Um, it's called feathery ears, uh, and it's a terrible name for a game, but the character has feathery ears, almost like wings, uh, in general, but this is a, um, 3d platformer, uh, sort of retro style. Um, the character has like this big sword and it's just a th- freeform 3d platforming through this beautiful world. It looked really nice. I I don't know. It has a lot of bloom going on, Mm -hmm. Um, but you're sort of dashing doing this stuff. It's reminiscent of the PlayStation, you know, 3d platformer games of the time, but for $10, I was sort of um, intrigued by it, I guess. I don't know.
2: Yeah, definitely. I can, I can see that. And I definitely see, like you said, the PlayStation sort of
1: era about this. It has sort of that look and feel. Yeah. Oh, the last one I'm so into, I'm so excited about this game. <laughs> uh, this game is not new. It's been out on Steam for about two years, um, but it's called Stone. It is a hip hop stoner noir. <laughs> um, it's definitely <laughs> rated M. There's lots of swearing. There's lots of t- terrible, you know, there's, it's crude humor, drug references, uses, tobacco violence, but you play as a koala. And that's one adorable. It's, it's a, you're you wake up, you're a hungover koala detective and you're trying to find your lover, Alex, who's been kidnapped. So it's set in Australia. So it's like a, it's a, it's, it's Australian theme. So like all the characters have voiceover and you have to sort of retrace your steps from the, the, the night earlier, I guess. And it's from the creative narrative team behind quantum break control and VFX um, and an artist from Gravity and Prometheus and a bunch of more. So there's a bunch of teams, different pe- you know people that have worked on this in general. Mm. So it's this whole single player third person interactive story. And you know I hate interactive stories, but this one uh, may spark my interest just because it's kind of ridiculous, over the top, and uh, I liked I like the strong use of pink everywhere, and I'm into it. So it kind of reminds me of the, this this uh, this this guy its koala kind of reminds me of the dude and i sort of like that that's exactly what i thought when i saw the um
2: like the the like little the title image. shot yeah the the, yeah the the image with him in the name of the game and then for me what lost me is when i like i loved the style of that sort of title screen And then when I scroll down, I'm like, ah, it kind of lost me with the actual gameplay. I almost wish the game was done in sort of that animated look that there is in the title because I just kind of lost interest when I saw the actual gameplay footage. But overall, it does sound cool. And I love the style of that, that title screen. So, so good.
0: I find this hilarious because the main character being a koala, he has sunglasses and he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. I have a villager on my island whose name is Eugene who is a koala with sunglasses and yesterday I gave him a yellow Hawaiian shirt he's and it looks exactly like him but it's funny because Eugene's also an actor so maybe this is the game he was in
2: oh like he's an actor is a, for he, the game after after Fan all of fic. the events in this game he moved to your island
0: <laughs> but today he just said he wanted to pack up and leave so he's leaving now which makes me sad but so again well
2: why don't you keep him then
0: well, he's already leaving, I already said. Okay, peace out.
2: Well that's what I mean. If it makes you sad you should keep him around.
0: <laughs> well, now that I see that <laughs>
2: it's, Yeah. It's it's just it, funny well that you just blank. lost a famous person that was living on your island.
0: That's okay. Stone.
2: <laughs> oh well with that, it gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. What you're playing? I'm sure we all know, but Christina has got an actual update. So I wanted to let her oh, talk yeah. about the big news. Cause I think this is the biggest of, of what any of us have to talk about for what we're
0: currently playing. <laughs> so obviously we've been playing Animal Crossing and I I got my gold slingshot. It happened. Which is amazing.
2: Wow, yeah. well, I didn't know cause... that just falls from the sky. No,
0: no, it doesn't. It's a recipe.
2: I know, oh. but what I'm oh. saying is, you had to have popped like <laughs> yeah. a crazy amount of balloons to get that, right?
0: I think it's only 300.
2: That's a crazy amount of balloons.
0: That's a
1: lot yeah.
2: of balloons. There's I not don't know a, what I haven't even seen a
1: balloon in like two weeks on my island. So
2: yeah, I've I I don't I haven't seen that many. So I, I guess the Easter egg <laughs> one was like what really put you over the top yeah. with the balloons.
0: Well, actually, it's been the last couple of days because ever since really? Nature Day came out, I've been playing probably. You know, five hours at a time yesterday I played for like eight hours oh, and boy. when you know when you're playing for that length of time they, there's a lot of balloons that go by and I try to shoot down as many as possible but it's funny yeah, because I, just, I almost it's... I almost missed this balloon I almost didn't get it I had it on my tv and I like I was in the other room getting something to drink and I heard out of like like very slightly wind it was mm. like oh it's probably nothing because I was by the beach and sometimes you hear it but I came in anyway, and I look at the TV, and there's a gold balloon <laughs> right there. I was like, "What?" So I tried to get a screenshot really quick, and like I was trying to fumble and like you know get it before it went to the ocean, and so I almost didn't get it.
2: <laughs> okay, so the balloon itself is also different.
0: I'm not sure if it was because it was kind of like you could see through the balloon a little bit, and it was over water, so I wasn't sure if it was like a visual effect of it being over the water. But at my first impression, I looked, at it, I was like, "Oh, that's a gold balloon. That's different." Hmm. But I'm not 100% I'm sure it sure is if, if it thing. stood so, out. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool. And I mean,
2: it definitely wasn't a yellow balloon.
0: It could have been and it was over the water, but I'm not sure because usually you don't like kind of see through them. You don't see like yeah. they're not really translucent. So I think it was, but it was just a really weird situation. So I'm not sure. But it was a blue, a blue present.
2: Cool. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. All right. Have to keep an eye out. <laughs> and I think you can check in your miles at how many you've shot. I don't remember what mm-hmm. the mm. what the actual thing is called. It's one of those cards. See, yeah. but it's one of the cards. So if you are curious at where you're at in your popping uh number, you you can go in there and look. Uh I'm I'm really curious. I'm gonna have to do it after the after we record because I really wanna see where I'm at.
0: and see how close I am
2: to the 300. It's weird. I go a long period of time without seeing any, and it's probably more that I – I'm just not paying attention or I don't always have the sound up when I'm playing. Like if I'm that's just it. got the TV yeah. on. So I, I tend to miss them a lot because if I'm watching something, I don't want my sound going. And, I always um, listen
0: for them. So that's probably yeah, why you and miss I, them. That's yeah. a big
2: part of it. So mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm at. I know when I checked during the, the bunny thing, I, there was probably maybe a hundred left. So I, I'm not that far off, but yeah, that's awesome that you finally got it. That's really, really think- cool.
0: I think I'm also pretty close to a gold fishing pole too, because I think I have a hundred catches left until I hit my three thousand mark. Hmm. Mm. So I'm excited for maybe this. I'll probably get it this week, especially since I've been fishing so much, trying to get the new fish for May. Which so I what, have. What's the criteria two left. for
2: the gold fishing pole? I think
0: it's just you do the three thousand.
2: Okay, so just I, three thousand catches.
0: Yeah, because then it would be similar to the slingshot. How you get that mm. one? Um, okay. But yeah, I'm almost there, so we'll see if that happens. But
2: <laughs> very, very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That that's that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you, Mots? Any any golden tools popping up in your in your game?
1: Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, I'm not even getting like I said. I'm not even getting any balloons. So whatever. <laughs> I never seen stupid. Them, but,
0: but you have uh, a campsite stupid. now, and that's huge.
1: I do have a campsite. That is a correct. Statement I did get my first visitor, um, Bear Doe, who is a German bear bear who drinks coffee and I hope makes pretzels. Um, he had like Lederhosen on, it was adorable. Um, yeah, you know, and that's the thing is, I started, I I, I put that down and I was like, okay, I'm gonna just, uh, you know, talk to him, and then Mm -hmm. you talk to him, and then you basically have to invite him to your island. <laughs> um, <and laughs> yeah, I was like... The
2: first one you kind of get stuck with.
1: Yeah. So I'm not against it. B- Berdo mm-hmm. seems cool.
0: They'll leave at some point.
1: <laughs> yeah. One can only hope. Yeah. So my first one was the same way. It was like, I don't really want this person,
2: but it does keep it. It does. From that mo- moment on, you're going to start having more
1: options and you'll start fleshing out your island more and getting more of the villagers. Now that you have hmm. the one. Yeah. So, so that's basically my Island update. Um, I would say things have been going well, uh, overall pretty, pretty happy with myself. Yeah. I mean, slow and steady wins the race. I like to say, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been going solid. Um, I have no qualms at all about it. Um, it's been good. Uh, Heather and I've been going back and forth. I I'm really ready to move stuff around, but I really want to get paths first. And I know Christina mm. has a bunch of paths, but I don't know if I can get paths before I get KK. So that's sort of my dilemma right now is I want to re lay out my Island. Mm-hmm. Like Heather was asking me, like, you know, what's your goals? And I was like, well, my goal would be to, um, my goal would be to like really relay everything out. Like it's a little village and there's paths and there's little areas like here's the shopping mm-hmm. area and there's this. But I want to lay down the roads first so I can sort of calculate it. But I don't know how to really get there. So that's my dilemma.
0: What you can do for now, because it's probably going to be a long time until you do get the roads, because you just got your campsite up. And I don't think KK will come until you have all your villagers, right? I don't do you have think all so. 10? Yeah. Yeah,
2: you have to have so all the villagers.
0: One thing you could do is just use QR codes for now to mark things down.
2: Mm. And I think that would
0: help you a ton. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and there's a lot of nice patterns that you could that you can use right off the mm-hmm. off the rip. Um, the only trick with those is they don't show up on your map, but that's not that's not critical. You could always go back no. through after and add the real paths there. What I've been messing around with is creating paths with the terraforming, but then putting a pattern over it so that it looks maybe more custom, but also still shows up on the map. You know, you can kind of do it that way, um, but yeah, you. I think that's a good way to start, and you could definitely start planning things out. A lot of times, what I'm doing, if if I'm if I'm starting to even just think about moving stuff, I use even just the crappy like white pattern that's in there for clothing as like a Mm -hmm. place filler. Uh, And that's how I map out where my houses go. I'll put those on the ground and I'll say, okay, I want a house here. And I'll do four by four square with it, you know, put the corners. And then it gives me some rough placement ideas. And then when you do get terraforming, when you do get paths, you can start really modifying it. But at least it lets you start thinking about that. You know, and it doesn't look good, but at least it lets you start <laughs> thinking about where things are going to go. And I think the sooner you start doing that, the better. Because there's that yeah. right now, I'm in, I'm in sort of like a, um, Animal Crossing paralysis because I have about 15 <laughs> projects. I'm trying to figure – like wrapping my head around all of the different projects I have mo- mainly means I just go in there, look at my island for a few minutes, and then go play Witcher because I'm just like I there's just too mm. much to do. I, I, there's, I can't get it all done. And so right now I'm little by little mapping out where my villagers are going to live building the neighborhood and moving a house. And that means you move one house a day. So you can just come Mm -hmm. back the next day and then you move to your next house. One thing that's throwing me off and it, and I really wish I knew this. And if any of our listeners are interested in getting animal crossing, if you already haven't, and you're thinking about doing it, the one thing I will say is I based my decision on my starting Island based on what it looked like in the moment when I started the Island don't even think about that. The only thing you need to think about is where is the town hall set, like set up. It drives me crazy that it's not straight in line with my airport. My OCD like kicks in and I just want it, like everything symmetrical. Like that's how, what I want to build my island. And that's the one thing you can't move. So it really drives me crazy that I can't kind of place that where I want it to be. Um, so if you are starting the game or you're restarting the game, that placement of that town hall in your option, like really find something that you think you can work with and work around. You can't move it because later. That's Mm-mm. the only thing. Uh-huh. It's the only thing uh-huh. something
1: you happens, that is the yeah. one oh, thing no. that's stuck there. I messed my it up hope, then.
0: My, my uh-huh. hope and I'm crossing my fingers is that they'll do like some sort of day thing update or something where they allow you to finally move it.
2: That would be amazing. That would be
0: nice. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: But that's it's a, it's the one thing that drives me crazy. Like, I, so one of my projects is I want a nice entryway that goes into that town center. And I, at first, yeah. I was like, okay, well, mine is sort of offset. So if I go straight off of my airport, it's to the left of the line. And I was like, well, I can find bricks and complete and make it on the right side so that it kind of mirrors itself. But the the the, the another issue is the pathways off of the stairs are two and if i want something sort of in the center like i had a whole vision of coming off of the airport dock the airport area and having like a little plaza with a clock in the middle and two benches but it's gonna be one square one way or the other because it's not a three uh square path it's a two square path so it's like uh, i can't get things just where i want them and it's so frustrating
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I'm upset now. I basically ruined <laughs> ruined my week. I, I really thought I really thought I could change that stuff later, but uh, that's I, the one thing. I, everything
0: I can, else you can move. Okay. It's just not the town. Center it's
1: in the worst that's spot that's humanly it. possible. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Where and, is and yours see, in we,
0: relation to your airport?
1: are very far away. Oh, see, well, the,
2: that could be a, that could be a save a saving thing though, because mine is almost. It's not right next to it, but it's it's like you come off and you can see it at the top of the hill. And I almost wish it was either set back more because then I could build the paths to give an illusion that it's symmetrical. And that's just sort of like tucked Mm. off somewhere, whereas mine, it's it's not. And it's it's very obvious it's not symmetrical. And if you're trying to build a symmetrical island, you're kind of you're kind of it's not going to happen. So. I'm just going to figure out a different uh, setup. One idea I'm thinking is kind of create, you come off the airport and there's going to be a wall with waterfalls and flowers so you can't actually see it and you have to, it's going to force you to go around that kind of like you walked into a nice hotel or something and you're going to be forced to go around it and then you're going to see all the stuff behind it. But we'll
1: see how that mm, looks. Yeah, I think, I think mine might be in an, well, you, you guys can visit my island, but I think it may not be in the worst possible place, but it could be in a, it's not in a great place. Sure. Sure. Yeah.
2: I'm curious, any of our listeners, you want to give us those Dodo codes. I'd love to see how you got it set up. I I love watching the island tours online, but (laughs) being able to go to somebody's island would be even cooler. So if we have listeners that are playing and they've got something they want to show us, definitely hit us up on dispatch and shoot us a Dodo code. We will come and gladly check it out and probably talk about it because I'm, I'm always looking for inspiration and, uh, I would, I would love that.
0: I wonder if people would be interested in seeing our islands too. Like if we did an island tour and stream. Oh, or that's something. a good idea. Yeah. That's a,
2: that's idea. a, that's a cool idea. Cool. Yeah. We could, but... we could either share it or do, uh, we could all get on a, on a stream and jump, jump islands for one yeah. day.
0: Yeah. Or like one of us could stream and then go to the individual islands for all three of us. Well, yeah. yeah. So if any listeners would be interested in that, let us know. And we'll definitely do that. Cause I think that would be kind of cool to have that kind of archive somewhere
2: (laughs) yeah now what else is is anybody playing mostly just animal Crossing. i would imagine
0: yeah i did download the demo for splatoon and i almost played yesterday but because i played animal crossing for so long yesterday i needed a break from just Mm -hmm. playing games um so i will be playing that this week because i think soon is the the ketchup versus mayo
2: yeah the splat fest yeah yeah i I, I think it starts very soon yeah so it's probably gonna be next weekend, i don't remember the date off the top of my head but i know it was within a couple of weeks of when we announced it
0: yeah
2: and then for me the last thing i've been playing aside from animal crossing is witcher like i said and i'm really i'm 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 playing this more now because before i was really really focused on animal crossing and now that i'm kind of Mm -hmm. in this nice rhythm with animal crossing i there's a lot of projects like i said i could be doing but i just kind of I kind of get paralysis, so I'll go to Witcher. And I'm the more I play this game, God, the more I love in it. Uh, <laughs> I finally just got some new gear that can be upgraded, which is just another level on the game that's kind of like, oh, I like that. I like being able to maintain these things and kind of upgrade them and fix them. And the look changes as you upgrade it. And I love all that stuff. I've just cool. I really love seeing the decision making. Uh, I know I know. Christina has been watching sort of the playthrough of The Witcher 3 and asking me questions as I'm playing and trying not to get too far ahead so that she ruins anything. But she's, you know, m- much like me, watch the shows and then watch the <laughs> yeah. playthrough of the other games. And so I'm a lot of times she's like, did you get to this part? I'm like, no, I'm I'm playing Gwen for like the past four days or, or like <laughs> I'm doing. There's so many side quests and so many decisions that impact the gameplay that the playthrough she's watching is in it's, it's almost inevitable that it's going to be totally different than what I'm doing only because you make one decision and then that a whole mission disappears. It's no longer available because you either chose a different path or you, you killed somebody that you weren't supposed to, or you did, you know, did something that changed the, the way the game plays. And so there was a whole quest line that I was doing with Triss and it's basically, if you, you, if you're not familiar with Witcher, you can romance characters, and in in like your decisions have an impact. Maybe you saved somebody, and that ends up meaning somebody you care there's about. There's a lot of romancing game.
0: characters in this game. There
2: <laughs> is, but there's only two that actually matter. There's only two. I guess in the
0: previous games there were more, but
2: <laughs> well, there's. A, I mean, there's a lot. You can you can be with a bunch yeah. of characters, but there's only two that actually impact the game. And I the the one quest line I was doing was whether or not you want to romance Triss. Uh, which, if you're familiar with Witcher, means you you cannot be with Yennefer and th- that's all preference. But the person you were watching didn't even do that quest line, which blows yeah. my mind because not only is that a ton of experience, but it's a pretty substantial uh, like story-based thing. Like Triss mm-hmm. and Yennefer in the games are sort of the characters beyond... Carol and Siri, like those are the main sort of people and it's it's crazy to me that you wouldn't follow a Triss line you know because it's just like that's the story
0: because I watched the section that they skipped later and it was a good like quest really cool. story. i really enjoyed watching it and i'm sure i would have enjoyed playing it but yeah i was bummed that they skipped over it
2: <laughs> yeah. And, yeah and so that's what i was saying to when when she asked where are you in the game i'm like there's so many little weird one-off where you'll be walking mm-hmm. down a path and somebody hey can you can you help me and you'll go on this this side quest and it's just the story is so well told and the voice acting is so great i mean I'm beating a drum because everybody that's knows of The Witcher knows these things are all the case, but (laughs) I just I can't help but be excited because now I'm finally a part of it, and uh, yeah, just really really enjoying it more and more. And and again, having these two games, they're such polar opposites that there's no being able to switch back and forth doesn't like ruin one or the other. I'm not bogged Mm -hmm. down with story if I were playing too heavy Witcher esque. Type games where there's you're just like, oh, I'm exhausted. To together,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. These two
2: games work very well together, so I'm I'm super happy that I have them. And I've been doing a lot of Witcher three and putting time in on that. And then of course, today with with our turnips and I've got leaf on my island, so I bought. Now I've got my th- <laughs> I think fourth different type of shrub. So there's a lot of planting going on and uh, big things, big things all around. So it's it's a good.
1: It's a good time to be a, a gamer, I guess. I'm, I'm all about the shrubs, shrub life for life you too. am I right? Oh so good. That's you so are good. right. So I think that's it for me. That's it for me. How about you, Christine? anything else?
0: Ah uh, yeah, that's it.
1: All right. well, until next time this has been your Nintendo dispatch.